You're listening to the Design Your Dreams podcast with Amy Lee, the show that challenges you to stop chasing your dreams and start designing them. As the dream design coach, I've helped thousands of high achieving creatives reconnect with their inner blueprint to design, manifest, and live the life of their dreams. Each week, I invite powerhouse creators who have built their dream businesses to come and share their words of wisdom and stories of courage. It is my hope that through the journeys of these incredible dream builders, you too will be inspired to design and build a life and business beyond your wildest dreams. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Not So Small Talk. I'm your host, Amy Lee Westervelt. It has been a while, y'all. Um, we did the Villain Masterclass most recently, so a lot of you guys saw me in there, um, and we haven't done a not-so-small talk in a little while, so I'm really excited to be here. Uh, if you guys are catching me for the first time live, go ahead and let me know in the comments, and of course, if you want to be able to see your name on the screen, make sure that you um, give screen StreamYard permission to see your name. If you're watching this on the replay, um, let me know replay in the comments. Today's conversation is going to be so fabulous. Um, but for those of you who don't know me, let me sit up in my chair a little more. My name is Amy Lee Westervelt and I am the dream design coach. So one of the things that sets me apart from some of the other coaches is that some coaches are about hold your hand and keep you accountable. What I really love and what I stand for is activation. I love for my words and my thoughts and my ideas to activate you to take steps toward your next level. So I can be somewhat blunt sometimes. I can be very to the point, uh, but I think that that's kind of part of my charm. And um, I really invite you to listen to this conversation today. You know, I think that a lot of people have a lot of things going on, right? A lot of people are very busy and they don't have time for the fluff. So not so small talk is all about having conversations that matter, conversations that get in, get to the point and get you back into your day. So that is my commitment to you. We are talking today about selfishness. Now, selfishness is one of those fun things, I think that, so let me, let me back up a little bit. I told you guys that I was going to blow your mind, right? Like when I talked about doing this talk that I decided this morning to do, I told you I was going to blow your mind. And that's one of the things I really love. As a master neuroenergetics practitioner, one of the things I really, really love is linguistics. I love taking a word apart, shaking it out, shaking out all the perceived meaning of what it, you know, what it has come to mean and the heaviness and shaking all of that out and then putting it back together, okay? Like that's one of my favorite things is to take a word that you think means a certain thing. Hello, Facebook user. To take a word that you think means a certain thing, shake it up, give you a completely different definition of it and then put it back in your hands. So selfishness is something that I have really struggled with in my life about being afraid of being selfish. And then I had some downloads around this over the last year or so, especially with regard to human design that really, oh, hi, Lynn, hi, that really um, kind of blew my mind. And so I wanted to share that with you. So linguistically speaking, 
Okay, the word selfish. Oh, awesome, Robert. I'm so glad you're able to, to join us. Thank you so much. I promise I won't keep you long, um, but this is going to be a good one. So the definition of selfish, I want to go back here and grab it for you. Selfish means caring supremely or unduly for oneself regarding one's own comfort, advantage, etc., in disregard or at the expense of those of others. Okay, so pretty self-explanatory. Selfishness is about caring about yourself at the disregard of others. So at first blush, like, yeah, that totally makes sense, right? That's exactly what I thought selfish meant. But let's dig into this a little bit, okay? So today we're going to break down two components of this concept. Number one, caring for one's own comfort. And number two, disregarding others. Are you ready? Because when we're done, you are not going to be able to see this the same way ever again. And that's what I love about the work I do. Okay, here we go. Caring for one's own comfort. According to Webster's Dictionary, comfort is a condition of feeling or, of, uh, or feeling of pleasurable physical ease or relief from pain or stress. Okay, so let's talk about comfort for a second. Okay, I'm going to leave this up here. So the definition of comfort has to do with relieving pain or stress. And what I want to challenge you to think about is what comfort in your life actually looks like. Because if you're my people, and you are if you're watching this, then you are not a person who gets a lot of comfort out of taking care of yourself. In fact, you get a lot of discomfort from it, right? The definition of comfort for you is more about not making waves. It's about staying small. It's about not glowing up and not raising your vibration, right? Because it's comfortable to stay small. It's comfortable to stay stuck. It's comfortable not to go to war with your ego, not to show up big and boldly, because what will that mean? What will people say? How will people look at you? It's comfortable not to make a lot of money because that's what you're used to. And that's what you know. It's comfortable to stay small and not have to deal with living up to your highest potential. Okay. So Remember, the people that I'm talking to here, we're not people who have, we're, we're people who have a hard time taking care of ourselves, okay? So to us, comfort isn't going and getting a mani-pedi. In fact, that's uncomfortable, right? We get uncomfortable when we start meeting our needs because who am I to have this? We've got worthiness blocks. We feel bad about certain things. We feel like this person doesn't have any, you know, any fingers and I'm over here getting a manicure. We have discomfort and uncomfortability around meeting our own needs. Okay. Self-care for us just isn't comfortable. Comfort for us is not doing the hard things, not doing the inner work, not going head to head, not like mirror work, right? Like I tell my clients all the time to do the mirror work. And I'm like, and by the way, it's going to suck. It's going to suck when you have to sit there and stare at yourself and tell yourself how much you love yourself because you are not used to this and your ego is going to go, what the heck is this? This, this isn't, I didn't sign up for this. This isn't comfortable. I don't know what we're doing here. And it's going to reject it. Okay. 
it's comfortable not to meet your needs. It's comfortable to be the martyr in situations where, you know, well, I took care of the kids all day and I didn't even get to meet my own needs. It's comfortable. It's comfortable not to risk things and not have a reward. And that's okay. It's comfortable to live paycheck to paycheck. It's comfortable not to make yourself a target. This is where comfort is for you. Okay, I really want this to land. Comfort for you is not pushing yourself, not standing up for yourself, not challenging those who violate your boundaries. Comfort is staying small. Crazy, right? So let's go back to our definition of selfish. Caring supremely or unduly for oneself regarding one's own comfort. Hmm. Hey, Dream Builder, are you loving this stuff? Do you want more? More human design, law of attraction, and manifestation? Then my Designed to Dream membership is for you. You'll get the Dream Design Vault packed with pre-recorded content to help you design and manifest your dreams, a monthly group coaching call with me, and a monthly theme and meditations to support you on your journey. Membership is just $47 a month, and you can cancel anytime with no hassle. Join us and start designing your dreams now. So by staying small, by not putting yourself out there, by not sharing what you know, by not proclaiming it from the rooftops, by not meeting your own needs, you're staying comfortable. And according to the definition of selfish, regarding one's own comfort, you are more worried about what it's going to take to go head to head with that ego of yours than you are about the second part, which is the expense, uh, the, the, um, the needs of others, the regards of others. Okay. So you would rather, or it's easier for you to be selfish and meet your own needs of not, excuse me, of not meet your needs rather than going head to head with your ego and actually doing what you need to do. Okay. Let's talk about the second part of this. Disregard at the expense of others. Disregard means a lack of due or respectful regard. Okay. Pretty self-explanatory disregard. So let's talk about that. Your role in this world impacts other people. Period. End of story. It does. Your potential for greatness depends on self-optimization, okay? This is where I tell you my years-long manifesto for my business, Gratitude and Glamour, and what it means. Only when we're at our highest vibration, taking optimal care of ourselves, do we do our greatest good in the world. So when you don't meet your needs, when you don't get enough sleep, when you don't take care of your headache or drink enough water, when you don't 
keep yourself doing fun things to be creative and have more access to the creativity and energy that you're supposed to have to do the work you're here to do, you are providing an inferior product to the world. Okay. So think about this. A lot of you guys out there, your parents, you have kids. Okay. What would you do? You, if, let's say that you were driving your kids from say New York to California. Okay. And somebody was like, I've got just the car for you. It's got bald tires. It hasn't had an oil change in years. I don't even know if the engine's going to last until, you know, the Mississippi river. Would you be like, yep, it's just right. Put my kids in. Let's go. Hell no. Of course you wouldn't. Why? Because it would be negligent because it's not safe. It's not optimal. It's not going to give the smooth ride and it's not going to be something that you'd feel comfortable putting your kids in. Right. And yet, we provide this level to the world every day when we don't meet our own needs. You give less of yourself, less optimized version of yourself when your needs are not met. You're not giving all you can give because you can't. You can't open your eyes all the way or you have to go lay down. Or you just don't feel that glowed up energy that you do when you go get your makeup done or you do your own makeup. And I am someone who definitely can relate to this because I'll tell you right now, and this will be 100% authentic, true message. Because of my ADD, a lot of times I talk myself out of doing the things I need to do in order to get myself to my right vibration. I do this with a lot of things, but one of the things I really do it with is getting ready for the day. And I was actually telling my mentor about this the other day. I come up with all the reasons why, well, I'll just go live in my glasses. Well, it's fine. Well, the filter on the Zoom will do it. Like it's not, like it's not a big deal. And then I get on and I have a conversation with you guys and I'm not at my highest vibration. Now you may be like, and you know, that's kind of selfish. That's kind of, I'm sorry, that's kind of shallow. Maybe, or maybe I just feel really good when I feel like I'm put together, when I have earrings on, when I have a nice outfit on, when my hair is done. I feel better about myself. So the you, the me that you're getting is a higher vibration version of me. So I'm going to activate you in a much more powerful way because my needs are being met. Now, if I hadn't eaten all day, okay, and all I can do is sit here and think about Chick-fil-A or whatever, McDonald's or whatever it is, you know, a peanut butter sandwich, all of my attention is getting drawn away to how hungry I am. And I'm not giving you, let's see, see and I'm not giving you the attention that you need. If you're not sleeping enough and you go to write content for your community or for your, you know, whatever, you're not going to be able to give your best because you haven't poured into yourself. So when you put that fear of facing your ego or losing your status as a martyr or the victim in front of meeting your own needs, that is selfish. That's when you're selfish. When you care more about staying stuck and staying little and not making waves and not making people hate you or being afraid of what people are going to think or how people are going to respond when they violate your boundaries and you have something to say about it, 
When you do that, that's selfish. So if you want to blame yourself for being selfish, at least put it in the right place. Because every time you don't go to bed because you have to stay up and do something, or every time you don't drink water because it's more important that you, whatever it is, that is when you're selfish. So let's take it back to our definition here. Raise your hand or tell me in the comments, and for those of you who are listening on the podcast, feel free to write in or comment. Tell me if this definition now has a new definition for you. Tell me if you can look at this sentence. Caring supremely or unduly for oneself regarding one's own comfort, advantage, etc., in disregard or at the expense of others. When you don't show up at your highest self, others suffer. When you don't get your nails done, others suffer. When you don't take a shower and do your hair and your makeup or whatever it is that makes you feel your highest vibration, others suffer. When you don't meet your needs, others suffer. So let me know, are you currently selfish or have you been under the impression that you were selfish or do you now realize that you've been selfish when you've been trying not to be selfish? This is one of the biggest shifts that I was able to make. Because once I realized that it was my responsibility to take care of my needs in order to do what I needed to do, the whole game changed. Because now, and especially as a human design generator, meeting all of my needs, I was raising my vibration, which was magnetizing more of the tools and the resources that I needed to do the things I needed to do in the world. Now, all of a sudden, I was magnetizing the resources I needed to be my best Amy Lee self and to share abundance with the world because I was meeting my needs, because I was bringing a superior product to work every day. Because when I tapped in to do my spiritual duty for the universe every day, I was bringing this glowed up, shiny, fresh self that was ready to do the work. That was like, yep, reporting for duty. You got it. Here we go. Give me today's assignment. I'm ready. Uh, let's go. I'm prepared. I read, I read what I was supposed to read for today. I'm ready for class. Here's my pen. Here's my eraser. Let me have it. So when you don't meet your needs, you're showing up like, hey boss, yeah, I had a really rough night last night. I was, oh God, I was up all night and I was, you know, uh, trying to finish that assignment 
no, I'm not going to be able to do any work today because I did yesterday's work last night. Oh, I could have spaced that out. Well, I, I really wanted to do a good job for you. I wanted to, I, I really wanted to make sure that, you know, all my stuff was done before I did. Oh, I should have, oh, I should have taken the night off and relaxed. No, that would have been irresponsible of me. I had to do the right thing. Do you see how silly that sounds? The boss is like, okay, but now you're useless today. And so this is what we do all the time when you don't meet your needs. And I'm not talking about like the most opulent things. I'm talking about like making sure that you give yourself time to do deep breathing, to do breath work, meditation. All of these things are going to optimize you and your specimen to do the work you're here to do. Now you can say, Emilia, I don't have time. I'm taking care of kids all day. I don't have five minutes. Bull crap. You absolutely have five minutes. I just found um, one of my coaches turned me on to this affirmation app. It's called Think Up. And you literally sit there and record yourself saying all these affirmations. There's ones in the app or you can pick your own. And it plays them back in your own ears, in your voice. If you do that five minutes a day, do you have any idea what that would do for you to change that inner self-talk, how much that would raise your vibration, how much that would put you in a better position to be the one that magnetizes the client or the, the uh, service or whatever it is that you're trying to manifest in your life to put you in the energetic field of that. So that you, the person who knows what you're doing, who genuinely cares, is the one that magnetizes them instead of just whatever they saw 500 times in a Facebook ad. Hold on, there's questions. So what we did over the course of this 21 and a half minutes together, we just rewired a limiting belief. We literally just took the belief of selfishness. We took it apart. What it means, we took it apart. We analyzed it. And then I fed it back to you with a new context. Now tell me, in the comments or at home, however you want to, do you have a different definition of the word selfish? Let me know in the comments. And if you're watching on the replay, I'd love to hear from you as well. But this is the work that we do. We shift the meaning behind the word. Words can be so loaded. We talked about this during the villain masterclass. The word villain actually is derived from a villager. And then over time, it became something. And then, the, you know, the Disney villains and everything else. And it really became something dark and, and ominous. But it didn't start that way. We give words their meaning and their depth. And we can take that meaning and depth away from them. And that's some of the work I do, especially with neurolinguistic programming or NLP. A lot of people don't know what NLP is. What we basically do is we change the pathways that your brain chooses to think of things or doesn't think of things. We can rewire limiting belief that you used to think something and all of a sudden you think something completely different and that sticks. And the good news is we do it together. 
right? This isn't something that I do you when you don't know it. I actually get permission from your subconscious mind to do this work. We make the switch and you're a whole different person. We just did it together on this call. We just took a word that gave you the heebie-jeebies that made you feel like, I can't do that. That, you know, who am I to do that? I'm not worthy of that. That's not good enough for me. I don't have time and all the objections. And I just said, guess what? Not doing that is actually selfish. Now guess what your brain's doing? Your brain's trying to find all the ways not to be selfish now that it has a new definition of selfish. Oh my gosh, how am I not showing up enough for my kids? I'm not drinking enough water. Oh my gosh, how am I not showing up enough for my clients? I'm not posting enough. Oh my gosh, how am I not showing up enough in my marriage? I'm not telling my husband what I want and what I need. Do you see how that works? So we can do that with this. We can do that with a lot of other limiting beliefs. And I actually have... um, a program, which is um, just kind of like a spooky time program, and it's just wrapping up now, but I have a program. It's a one-on-one container called Shadow Goddess, where we literally take a couple of your own limiting beliefs and completely rewire them, and you spit out on the other side, and it's a really fabulous container. I have a couple of people starting it right now, and I'm really excited about it, Um, and if you just brand new to me and you're like, oh my gosh, I want to dig more into your world, Amy Lee. I want to learn more about you. I want to learn more about how you do things. I want to take some of your courses. Your best course of action, pardon the pun, is my membership, which is currently $47 a month. You get access to all of my vault courses, everything that I have in there, the scripting masterclass that people are blown away by. My human design courses are in there. Um, there's all kinds of fantastic things in there. So if you guys are interested in that, um, go ahead and type membership into the comments. We'll get you the link for that. And of course, if you just don't know, but you're like, Amy Lee, you're my person, you wouldn't be the first. I get that a lot. Feel free to, um, just book a call with me. I'm sure there's a link somewhere, but if not, um, just write call into the comments and we'll make sure that we get you on a call and we'll have a conversation. Um, because this work is so powerful. You are so powerful. You are here to do phenomenal things. Um, There's a lot of conditioning that goes into that. There's a lot of things that kind of keep you stuck and make you feel like you're not good enough. But I'm here to tell you, you're absolutely, utterly and completely worth it, worthy of all of the things and always were and always will be. So that being said, I hope you enjoyed this little delve into the world of selfishness today. And if you guys have any questions, especially if you're watching on the replay, um, feel free to drop them in the comments and I or my team will get to them um, when we can. Um, And if you haven't already, join the community. It is Designed to Dream here on Facebook. I love you guys. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your Tuesday. And I will see you all very soon. Bye.